Welcome to the teaching ministry of Steve Franklin. Steve's calling is to coach champions in the kingdom of God. Our prayer for you as you listen to this word of encouragement and instruction is that you'll be built up in your faith and encouraged to take the next step in your development as one of God's true champions. Here's Steve. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another observance of Independence Day. What a blessing we have in this nation to be free. You know, every time that July 4th rolls around, we ought to be especially give thanks and, and gratitude to our God that we live in a free nation. I remember uh, studying, as do many of you, on July 2nd, the Continental Congress met 13 states with representatives, and they met and decided that it was time to make a strong commitment for the independence from Great Britain. These brave men and women made a declaration on July 4th in writing, primarily under the direction of a man named Thomas Jefferson, and the 13 colonists adapted a declaration of independence, especially aimed at the King of England, no longer to live under the tyranny of the King of England and its laws and regulations but to establish a free nation. You'll remember that part of that declaration early on said we hold these truths, these truths to be self-evidence, that all men are created equal and are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. These truths, it was based on what they believed and stood for was truth that was given to them by God Almighty. May our nation not forget and come back to the truths of, our, of the true source of our freedom. Maybe you'll turn with me today, and if you can't turn with me in your Bible, just listen right along to the eighth chapter of John, where Jesus talks about internal truth. You know, it's one thing to have... Uh, freedom, uh, national freedom, uh, and external freedom, but it's a lot more valuable and important to have internal freedom. That is, in our inner man, to be free from certain things that would bind us like fear, shame, guilt, condemnation, anger, bitterness, on and on. To be free internally is the most valuable freedom there is. Jesus talked about that in John chapter 8, and I'm reading beginning with verse 31. And Jesus uh, said to those who believed, if you abide, they believed what he said externally, but then he gave them the true test. If you abide, if you stay put, if you stay and abide in, in, in my word, in my word, you are my disciples indeed. The word disciples uh, literally means disciplined ones, those who don't just hear, but those who are all in, those who receive and abide in that word. If you abide in that word, then you're truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. If you abide in my word and become my disciples. And they answered to him and said, we, we are Abraham's seed and have never been in bondage to anyone 
oh my goodness, those who were uh, saying this uh, had such a short-sighted view of their real life and the history of the Jewish nation. Then Jesus answered them and said, Most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin continues to fall short of the glory and standard of God. Whoever commits and keeps on committing sin is a slave of sin. It's on the inside where you have the bondage. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son does abide forever. Therefore, if the son, Jesus talking about himself, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. How do you get free indeed from the power of sin? By believing and standing and abiding in the word of God. The word of God. Wow, what a powerful a powerful expression of how to be internally free. Uh, you know, the problem has been from the beginning that we've chosen to believe lies. Uh, if you read in Genesis 3, you see that what happened to get Adam and Eve into bondage uh, was a confrontation by the evil one Revelation calls that old serpent uh, the devil. The devil said to them in, in Genesis 3, Has God really said you shall not eat at the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? God knows that if you do, that you'll be just like him. You'll have the rights and privileges of God and the perspective of God, and you won't have to submit yourself. And you see, this appealed to their mind. This appealed... Uh, to their desire to get outside the boundaries. God said, I will give you dominion as long as you walk in submission. But notice that the, the word of the enemy was a confrontation about the word of God. He got them to second guess the word of God. That's where our internal bondage always begins, when we don't truly believe, either by neglect or refusal to believe and submit. Internal bondage comes through unbelief of the Word of God. The Bible says that when the enemy said this, Adam and Eve, they, saw, they felt like it was good, they, it, it, desirable. They saw the fruit was desirable to make one, and, and immediately... It tasted good. It felt good to them to be out from under submission to the one who loved them and created them and blessed them. Initially, it felt good uh, because in their own mind, they felt like, well, we can be sovereign over ourselves. Jesus said, again, if you abide in my word, you will know the truth. Well, the opposite of not abiding in the word is being deceived. And the evil one in this day has hordes of demonic spirits of deception that are at work, even in the body of Christ, to cause people to disbelieve the sovereign and eternal Word of God. Notice Jesus said in the Word of God, Father, sanctify, set my disciples apart by your Word. Your Word is truth. Timothy says, uh, Paul's letter to the Timothy, uh, his son in the Lord, all scripture, is in, all scripture is inspired by God and profitable for doctrine. The 
enemy chooses to tell us, sometimes directly and sometimes through thoughts or other people's ideas, that the Word of God is not true. You don't need to believe that. It's controlling and manipulative when indeed it's what sets us free and enables us to walk into the blessing of our God. Notice after the original pair, Adam and Eve, believed the lie and chose to disbelieve God, that the Word was not really true. Notice what happened. Folks, listen, it never ends well when we go down that path. They felt shame. They felt a disconnect from intimacy with their God after that initial feeling of euphoria and freedom. Oh, this is great. Inevitably, they begin to feel shame, a disconnect, a guilt from disobedience and disbelieving the Word. After that, the Bible says that they began to experience fear. That shame and that disconnect led to fear. In fact, God uh, said, where are you? They said, we were afraid. We were hiding. We got into fear. And notice then their relationships that were so vital began to get uh, all uh, into chaos and disorder. And uh, the wife began to blame uh, the serpent. The husband began to blame the wife. And it was a disregard of responsibility. And then God said that what happens when you disbelieve and the consequences of that sin, it affects your relationship, uh, your most vital covenant relationships even. Uh, it'll begin to affect your work. It'll become your boss. Um, so many, uh, so many items of fallout from choosing to disbelieve the Word of God. But the truth is, if we will choose to abide, and by the Holy Spirit's person and power, His grace, if we choose to abide in the Word of God, then we'll really begin to see and know the truth. And that truth will begin to set us free from internal bondage, fear, fear of failure, uh, shame, guilt, disbelief, addiction, what, whatever it is where we're broken, the key to beginning to be healed in, internally is to believe and commit ourselves to abide in the Word of God. True freedom. You know, our founding fathers had to make a commitment. Uh, even though they were getting out from under the, the control and manipulation of England, there was at least some sense, I'm sure, of security in that. But they had to commit to, we, we want to be free. We don't want to live under this control and manipulation of a foreigner anymore. They had to commit to it. Um, and then they had to make a declaration. A declaration. We call it the Declaration of Independence. I encourage you today on this July holiday, as we celebrate the Declaration of Independence, I encourage you today to make your own Declaration of Independence. Go before the Lord in prayer. Get somewhere by yourself or write it out on a piece of paper or speak it out loud. Remember that the way you express your heart is through your mouth. Declare your own independence. That I've received Jesus Christ as my Lord. I've been born again in the blood of the Lord. I have the Holy Spirit of God. 
living in me according to the Word of God in Ephesians 1, God now sees me in Christ as I've received Him as a free gift of grace. God now sees me as holy and righteous and blameless and forgiven and loved and accepted in the beloved, into Christ Jesus. I declare that He took on my sin and granted me His righteousness. I've received it as a free gift of faith. I declare that I'm a child of God. I'm an heir of God and a a joint heir with Christ. I declare, therefore, that I'm more than a conqueror through him who loved me. There's nothing that threatens to be over my head that's not already under his feet. And I am his son. I am his daughter. And today I declare my independence from the bondage of of sin and every, every part of the ruminations of sin because of the power of the Lord Jesus and his life in me. I declare the word of God is the truth and I will abide in that word. I commit to it. I'm all in. And today I declare that in Christ I am free in the name of Jesus. I want you to know how much Dean and I love you. We pray for you every day. We pray for a greater revelation of the truth that sets you free. May God bless you, and for those of you who will join us in person on July the 11th and and even online, would you pray for the service? Would you pray for mighty victories to take place? I feel in my heart that God is going to visit us in a mighty way by his presence on this day. Would you continue to pray with me about that? Let me pray. Father, thank you for your holy and mighty word. I pray your blessing on all of those you've called. To the, to the knowledge of the Savior. I pray for all of those that you've called to partner with this ministry, Father. I pray your blessing on them, God. I pray for the inner powerful witness of the Holy Spirit of truth. We thank you that you have given us the opportunity and the ability by faith to receive the word of God. And we declare today, your word is truth and we will abide by faith in it. We will be quick to confess our sin when we walk outside of it. But we declare today, we make a commitment today that we're all in, that we're not going back to the bondage of the evil one of this world. In the name of Jesus, we praise you that we are free. Amen and amen. You can access more of Steve Franklin's teachings online at www.sfmin.com.